Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Manny, I got a question for you about that app. Yes, sir. Do I have to remember what my Apple password is? <laughs> well, if it means like getting into your your uh, your store, my, yes. My phone would, has been driving so. me crazy wanting my know what my password is. But you have an iPhone. See, I have an Android, so I can't really answer that question. I, I don't know where I put it. I don't know where I put it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Timmy Otter covers the Vikings for a Viking update. And uh, the quarterback... Uh, Situation is uh, very interesting. The last uh, day, uh, Keenum, uh, the reports are, Tim, that Keenum will not be, uh, no tag will be put on him, and Teddy's contract won't be told. Uh, are the boys going to spend $25 million a year for for Kirk Cousins? Hey, it might be more than that. I mean, you look at a team like the New York Jets with all the uh, the, the salary cap space they have, they could push that that price up big time, and so I wouldn't be surprised to see Cousins generating somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty million annually Ooh. on probably about a five year contract. So, I mean, you are looking at uh, you know if if they are actually going to get into a bidding war for him, I think the Vikings are probably going to bow out of that pretty quickly, and it'll be just a matter of Cousins taking a look at it and saying. How much does money mean to me versus how yes. much does a team that you know I think have a legitimate chance to advance far in the playoffs mean to me? And that's ultimately what it's going to come down to for him. Yeah, I was I was kind of thinking, okay, you get the Vikings to give you twenty five, the Jets to give you thirty. Is it is it is it worth five million a year to go to the Super Bowl or not? You know, that's uh, that's that's probably the deal. And Denver, you know, Denver's a right with the AFC in the condition it is now, now that Denver defense kind of wavered down the stretch. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to Denver and uh, the, the jet, I mean, the Denver and the, and the Vikings, but somebody, somebody out in Denver who covers the Broncos told me that these guys, Denver would rather get pay uh, Chris uh, Case Keenum, $16 million a year than uh Ted, give ten million a year more than that to uh, to uh, Kirk Cousins. So maybe maybe they're maybe they would bow out before the Vikings would. Right, and the other thing is the Viking. You know, I mentioned how much the Jets have in, in cap space, which is about a hundred million. And you look at you know the Vikings are right around fifty, and the Broncos are somewhere in the low twenties. I want to yeah. say so mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of cap space compared to what the Vikings could afford. But, you know, with every team, you have to weigh what is out there in the future for contracts coming up. And when you're talking about the Vikings, it's 
Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, Daniil Hunter, and Stefan Diggs are the main guys that they're going to have to look to sign in uh, after the 2018 season. So there's, you know, it's it's always this big puzzle. Where do you want to spend your cap dollars now and into the future? Do you think uh, this? Uh, you think the push for him could be coming from the owner, uh, who uh, is mo- is uh, maybe more motivated made to go to the Super Bowl than anybody? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, whenever you talk to the Wills, they continue to to promote this idea like we have come up short on this, in getting to the Super Bowl, and that is our main goal. And, you know, frankly, after going through the Red McCombs era, you got to appreciate owners that are willing to, to put a lot of money behind their product. And so I think Vikings fans appreciate that, but you have to be wise about the way you do that. And also, you know, in talking to, to Rick Spielman uh, during Super Bowl week, you know, the, the idea came up about the Vikings quarterback situation and how every year it's somebody different. And he kind of gave this exasperated laugh, like we didn't plan it that way. We, you know, if we had it our way, you know, probably would have been Teddy Bridgewater yes. for the last three years, or Sam Bradford would have stayed healthy in 2017. So I think, you know, the owners are behind it, but I think Spielman is absolutely on board with. We want to find a guy that we can ride here for four or five years, and when you look at, uh, you know, Bridgewater and Bradford and their knee injuries. And you wonder, was Case Keenum a one-year flash in the pan that went well with Pat Shermer? You know, then then you do kind of start spinning the dial and saying, well, maybe Kirk Cousins is worth it if it gives you some stability and, and you can grow the offense over several years that he's here. Uh, all the love expressed for Teddy and uh, the uh, the praise given for his comeback and everything, do you think there's any chance they end up with him? Well, I don't as, think as, a as the they, starting quarterback, you know. I I don't think you can go into it and say, you know, it's Teddy's job because of the because of the knee. Um, you know, if, if you could fully trust that knee, then maybe you can go in and say this is this is Teddy's starting job, and all we need is a you know a veteran backup like McCown or somebody like that, and then develop Kyle Sloter as the third guy, but. After the confidence that they had with Sam Bradford in week six and or week five or six, whatever it was when they played Chicago and how he looked out there, I just don't know that you can you can go into a season with either Bradford or Bridgewater as the guy that you're saying, hey, he's our number one. Um, you know, if and, and that's saying, you know, the the decisions that they have apparently made with, with Teddy and not to toll his contract in case not to franchise tag him, I don't think that necessarily means those guys are out of the realm of possibility to re-sign. I just think it means, number one, you know, in, in Teddy's instance, you, you can't toll his contract and expect him to come back happy about the way things are. So... Um, I think you let him go test free agency. He has this idea that he should be a starter in 2018. Now let the other 31 teams in the NFL dictate, okay, do they actually believe that he can be a starter in 2018? Um, and what kind of money are they looking to give him? Because I think once he goes out into the market and explores the price tag and the confidence that other teams have, 
he's probably going to find out that there is not a 10 or $15 million a year contract waiting for him. The NFL uh, council, this is the Teddy thing was probably a, a thing they didn't want to fight anyway, right? That would have been drawn out for a long time, I would think, with the union. Yeah, I mean, last time I talked to you at Super Bowl week, there it was very apparent in talking to the NFL Players Association representatives that they would be looking to fight this thing, um, and Bridgewater wouldn't have been happy about it either. So I think this is just one of those things where technically maybe they could have made the case uh, to toll his contract, but what it ends up doing is alienating a player that uh, you know the front office, the coaching staff has really liked, the teammates have really liked, and so why do that? Let him go out, test it, and maybe he comes back to you on a cheaper deal. Uh, if Denver doesn't get Cousins, uh, maybe Keenum ends up there. Where where do you where do you think all other options for him? Uh, well, Arizona maybe because they don't have a quarterback. They don't have one yeah. on the roster. So, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting when you look at at all the teams uh, along with the Vikings that that would be looking for a quarterback. I mean, you're talking about the Browns. You're talking about Denver, the Jets, and. You know, those guys all have picks in the draft that are in the top six. Cleveland's got two of them. So, um, you know, they kind of have that fallback position in a draft that is supposed to be very good for quarterbacks, uh, at least four of them in there that people think are first-round picks. Um, You know, they kind of have that fallback position, whereas the Vikings way down at the end of the first round don't necessarily have that option. So, they may be more inclined to get a veteran quarterback, and especially given the state of the team versus the Jets or the Browns. Um, you know, I, I think uh, a team like Denver probably is going to to find a veteran quarterback as well. And so, you know, you look at I think Keenum and, and Cousins are the top two guys that are expected to be out there. Hey Tim, uh, if they get Cousins, they're co-favorites in the NFC. I would think in the Vegas sports books uh, with the Eagles uh, to start of next year. Yeah, I mean, I would it would certainly put them up there. I mean, right now they're just behind the Eagles, and kind of the Packers are viewed in the the same light as the Vikings when you talk about what Vegas says about the about the teams. And and I would think that this, you know, if they get Cousins, that might bump the Vikings up into the Eagles discussion and ahead of the Packers, and, and I think rightfully so when you look at the overall team. Now, not only did they not allow Kevin Stefanski to leave to the Giants, but then they brought in another offensive guru who rates ahead of him on the offensive brain trust scale. That's uh, That's got to be kind of depressing for that kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was interesting because I talked to him toward the end of the season about um, you know, the possibilities when it became really apparent that Pat Shermer was leaving. And, um, you know, he, the, the way that he came up, he kind of worked himself from the ground up in the Brad Childress era in Minnesota. I think he's a very humble guy. Um, and I, I don't think it's going to affect him as much as it would some other guys that, that figured they were absolutely ready to be an offensive coordinator. But, um, I would guess that with, with John DeFilippo coming in, Todd Downing coming in, and Stefanski here, that DeFilippo will will sort of designate certain areas for those guys to to sink their teeth into, you know, where Stefanski may handle, um, you know, whether it's red zone or third downs, um, passing game, things like that, where 
I think he'll get some more experience um, developing game plans in certain areas, and that'll probably serve him well if he uh, he can get some looks in the next year or two. Okay. Hey, Tim, thanks for your time, sir. All right. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, Tim Yotter, you can follow his Viking coverage at vikingupdate.com. We shall return. This is The Ride with Racy. Taking the ride with Royce. They're going the wrong way. He said we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? On 1500 ESPN. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Eight-point game. A.D. Well-timed. Rondo on the nine. A.D. over Bender. He can have that all day. Dragon Bender just shakes his head like, what are you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> High off the glass. And A.D. cleans it up. Anthony Davis with 53. And asking for a little support here. He'll get it. 53 and 17. Anthony Davis, the six foot ten forward of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they thought they were putting together quite the powerhouse down there in New Orleans when they brought over DeMarcus Cousins last year. Yeah. And then on January 26th, DeMarcus gets hurt. He's out for the season. Achilles, right? Was yep. it Achilles? Popped Blew an Achilles. The, yeah. Nothing worse. Blew the Achilles. Anthony Davis. Uh, now they lost five out of six. The first uh, the first uh, six games after they lost Cousins, they, lost, they won that night. They actually beat Houston that night when Cousins got hurt late in that game. Uh, they lost five out of six. Well, they now have won six in a row, the Pelicans, and I believe they're fifth, right? They have moved up. Uh, the Timberwolves are slightly ahead of San Antonio, and the Pelicans are now fifth yeah. in the Western Conference. Now everybody's all jammed together past uh, number two, obviously. But in those six uh, wins in a row, uh, Anthony Davis, 44, 38, 42, 45 27 and 53 <laughs> oh, last night last night i think he's the best player in the league 53 uh i mean harden does one thing fantastically well and other guys do some things fantastically well but he's he's lebron and he can shoot he's 53 16 out of 29 from the floor and 21 out of 26 on free throws last night yeah. he gets 53 and they got him for uh, two. Everybody's talking about, uh, well, how are they going to keep him? They got him for two more years, and then he can opt out after two years. But he did sign a $140 million contract that kicked in two years ago. He can opt out after. Uh, it, this is his second year on that contract. He can opt out after four. You know how old he is? He's like probably only 24 because he was a one and done. He'll turn 25 on March 11th. It is amazing yeah. to me how young these kids are. It's amazing <laughs> to me. This is his sixth year in the league. I know. And it's, he's it's, 25 it, on March 11th. We have These guys are some of the most amazing athletes. They're starting off in the league at 19. Isn't it 18, crazy? 19. Isn't it crazy? It was six years ago when he was on that great Kentucky team that won the yes. national title with him and Michael Kidd Gilchrist and those guys. It was yeah. six years ago already. Yeah. Uh, he have, he went uh, his first year down there, 13.5 and, and 8.2 rebounds. Second year, 20.8 20 and, 20 and 7 rebounds. Third year, 24.4 4 
and 7.7 rebounds, then 24.3 and 8.1 rebounds. Last year, he averaged 28 points a game and nine and a half rebounds. This year, 28.2 and 8.4 rebounds. He is uh, fantastic. And of course, you know what our guy Skip Bayless calls him, don't you? Have you seen this? I have not seen this, no. The most overrated player in the league. Oh, of course he said. That That he sounds has, exactly now, like something now Skip he, would say. He apparently put this out a few days ago, a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. So now the guy gets 53. And, <laughs> of course, Skip doubled down, doubles He's down gonna on He's going to take credit it. for it now, And right? now New Orleans, no, he's just still the most overrated. And now the Pelicans start responding to him. Do they realize this was all part of the plan? They're playing right into his hand here. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, they, people are saying, you know, they're acting surprised that Skip doubled down. He's got to try to get somebody to watch that horrible show of his that nobody's watching. <laughs> of course he's going to double down. The greatest thing that happened to him is Anthony Davis getting 53 so he can say it again, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's uh, the greatest thing that could happen to him. It'd be like P.J. Fleck beating Wisconsin for me. I'd say he's still an overrated fraud, right? Hey, keep, it, keep it going, right? Uh, so, anyway, uh, Anthony Davis uh, with the Pelicans, and uh, it's it's uh, astounding. In this, uh, in the in the since Cousins left, since Cousins got hurt, twelve games, thirty three point two points per game, thirteen rebounds, two point eight blocks without Cousins around. Gosh, he's a Anthony monster. Davis, he is uh, he's probably gonna. Well, you got a three. You got LeBron. Although they went in the tank so for a while, so LeBron's out of the picture for the MVP. I guess it's a two-team, two-guy, two-way battle now. Harden and uh, Anthony Davis, probably, huh? Yeah, I think LeBron will and, still uh, end up getting some votes, but yeah. it, it it's probably. I still think it's probably Harden's Harden's but, award to win. Yeah, he'll win it, but this guy just because he's what finished top three two years in a row but this guy is uh this i'd take this guy over anybody he's, uh, he's yeah I, the, i'd the figure out a way him to... has been his health i mean he gets he gets yeah. banged up yeah a little yeah bit i with see injuries, his games but... are in like in the 60s he, he yeah. plays 68 games a year he wouldn't be a good guy for tibbs what he <laughs> tibbs it tibbs it say uh, he's coming back he's got a bad leg i'll play him 42 minutes but uh <laughs> but uh, anyway by the way first guy to uh uh, have have a game like he had last night in the NBA, which is uh, what uh, fifteen rebounds, fifty points, fifteen rebounds, and uh, five block shots mm-hmm. since Bob McAdoo uh, any number of years ago. And by the that night that Bob McAdoo did that, he played forty eight minutes, and in fact had a collection of games in a row where he played forty eight minutes. So <laughs> anyway, Anthony Davis, fantastic player. John Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. This update sponsored by Staples. At Staples, you can upgrade your office and still save money. And this week at Staples, you can save big on a full range of office and desk chairs, some up to 50% off. A better chair equals a better workday ends 310. Staples, it's pro time. Uh, the Twins playing Boston, as you're well aware of, uh, this afternoon, Patrick. Uh, there is, uh, this evening, sir. This yeah, evening, I guess it yes. is this evening, yes. Yeah, we afternoon. just started. Yeah. Uh, zip, zip. Jose Barrios uh, started. He pitched the first inning. Got in some trouble, but got out of it through 32 pitches. So he's uh, pretty much done for the day, probably. Uh, zero, zero 
bottom of the first. And I just looked out the window here before closing it again, mm-hmm. and not not nearly a full house. Uh, really? Even the Red Sox fans haven't gotten down here yet. It's too early, February. <laughs> it's uh, This is the earliest they've ever had exhibitions, I think. Is I mean, it fairly warm down there, Pat? What's the temp oh, down there? Oh, about 85 and sunny. And I saw a cloud today, though. I was a little disappointed. Oh, God. <laughs> Miguel Sano interviewed by investigators from Major League Baseball today about allegations of an assault on a female photographer in 2015. Twins manager Paul Molitor said Sunday he hoped to have Sano, who's recovering from November 13th surgery on his left chin, in the lineup for tomorrow's game against Tampa Bay. Sano had been accused on December 28th by a female photographer who had shot occasional Twins games and player appearances of trying to kiss her and forcibly pull her into a bathroom after an autograph appearance at a fan apparel store at Ridgedale Center in Minnetonka in October of 2015. They certainly took their time getting around to it, didn't they? But there was probably, since it was at a mall, there were some witnesses to try to find, too. Uh, One other baseball note, the Rangers apparently have struck a deal with Tim Lincecum. Oh, that's the team that uh, they said one team was interested. Well, they're actually, apparently he had two major league offers that Mm -hmm. they told him they'd keep him in the majors, the Rangers being one of them. Uh, He was also being pursued by the Dodgers, which would have been interesting for Giants fans had that happened. Uh, The uh, contract, uh, major league variety and pending a physical, details remain unknown at this time as far as how much money. Uh, There are some rumors, and I don't know the Rangers situation that closely, but that they may want him to actually be a closer. Really? uh, that uh, seems... Well, it's kind of an Annabelle Sanchez type of deal, I would think, though. They probably give him a certain amount of money if he makes the team and uh, not. But he had a he had a big audition, and quite a few teams showed up, including yeah. the Twins. I don't know how hard he was throwing. When he had one last year, he couldn't break an egg. So. Uh, 90, he, I guess... 92 he was throwing mm-hmm. the other, okay. the other uh, last week. So, uh, Minnesota United is losing their first captain. A source close to the team confirmed that United will buy out Vadim Demidov's contract, salary worth a team-high $550,000. That one didn't work out, Johnny. He ended not. up sitting on the bench most of the year. I don't think he played hardly at all. He started three games, actually, Ooh. and uh, those all happened to be the squad's biggest losses to start the season. Uh, rapidly fell out of favor, and he even lost his captaincy to Francisco Calvo. Uh, so oh, yes. They're expected to make the announcement tomorrow. Uh, the game I was at, mm-hmm. Calvo was very good. I was very impressed with Calvo. I'm not sure what position he played, but he was a very... I said, hey, who's that guy? And the guy sitting next to me said, that's Calvo. So, Kenny's looking I, at me, Patrick, and telling me, don't if, say it. If don't, Manny says not. one thing about soccer, I'm going to tackle him. He's not allowed to know well, about soccer. for the no, show. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to know anything about soccer. I have Adrian's soccer. number. I could text him right oh, now. You are such a nerd. My goodness. What happened to you in your he childhood? And, he and Adrian, he uh, talk and text much more than you would know. Oh, right. oh, there's no sport he doesn't know too much about. That's right. Guy drives me crazy. <laughs> hey, you hear me talk to Masich? Uh, I did. That was yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, he's still curling. Age 83 or 4, he's still up there curling. Th- you know, and I'm so stupid. I thought he was only a hockey guy, but of course, from being up there, oh, you got to be. Gotta curl yeah, you have you. to. Yeah, That's right. And John will have a drink, which helps. Oh, he's such a great guy. <laughs> oh, God, one of the all-timers. Yep. Yeah. It looks like uh, the they will not toll Teddy Bridgewater's contract for next year. He'll be a free agent March 14th if the Vikings. You, you know what I hate, John? Huh? Words like 
toll a contract because yeah. it's meaningless to everybody because we don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh-huh. This toll, uh, how does toll finish fit in the English language? But we all use it like we know what it means. Well, but there's no other description. For let, it. let me tell you a story. At the beginning of GL, yeah, I, I was just going to say, yeah, and Joe, Joe was asking. Joe that. asked me what, and I said, I don't know. I just, I just read it. What so I went, out, I, I went out, I went out and I went out and researched it. Found it in contract law and brought the whole thing in and explained yeah, it. So, to so in contract law, so there's another definition of toll in contract law. Yes, it yeah. basically means uh, there's a contract, and normally you have set conditions in a contract, but both sides can agree uh, to a tolling uh, part okay. of the contract, which is which a means, change. Right, change. you can right without lawsuit or something following. Okay, so, well, yeah, that's, that's like my contract. It pretty much says they can fire me whenever they want. <laughs> <laughs> and we both agree to that. See, yeah. Kenny, you can't get mad at me because I didn't know what toll exactly uh, meant either. I, you can't get mad at me for not for. for I wanted to toll that. my contract for this year, but I ended up back on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny how they talk us into that? I don't know how I got I got told, uh, yeah. and they didn't even give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> got told, not kissed. Uh, Papa John's is no longer the official pizza of the NFL. Oh, no. Two sides have mutually agreed to end the sponsorship deal. The joint statement said Papa John's would shift its focus to local deals with 22 uh, of the league's teams. They were the ones teams. who blamed the protests for their loss, uh, loss of business. They yeah. said uh, they were losing, uh, not selling as many pizzas because people mm. were angry at the protests, thus angry at the NFL, and thus angry at Papa John's. As I've stated, as a great observer of the American condition, mm-hmm. the reason... Takeout pizza joints are slipping is that frozen pizzas have improved tenfold in the last 10 years. Yes, they have. That's a good point. Yes. Wild in action at home tonight. They have a game against St. Louis at the Excel Energy Center. They will have defenseman Jonas Brodeen back. He's coming back after missing nine games. Go get those fighting yos. With and he'll uh, he'll play a little better defensively than the late, great, departed Mike Riley. So, <laughs> Brodeen. All right, Johnny, thank you. You bet. The Ride with Royce. Come on, join me in this fight against crap. <laughs> join me in the fight against crap. <laughs> That's right. On 1500 ESPN. All right, uh, Manny, every time I turn on national uh, radio, ESPN over the weekend, Sarah Spain or somebody's trying to figure out the proper solution, Jeff Goodman, for what are we going to do about college basketball? How are we going to allow the players to make money and uh, avoid what is considered rampant cheating. I have come to believe that the solution is the the D League, the G League. Yeah. Uh, I think that what they should do is get together with uh, NCAA, NBA, uh, agents, everybody. You... You can declare you can declare yourself a pro after high school, and mm-hmm. if it's a hundred kids, that's fine. A hundred kids. When you go to college, you got to go for two. In baseball, it's three years. Baseball has got the perfect system. In baseball, it's three years. It, okay, you can sign out of high school, or you, but if you go to a four-year college, you got to stay three years. You'll never get away with that in the NBA. But two years. Two years. Yeah. Two years. Two years. If you go to a four-year college, you stay two years. And if 100 kids decide to go to the G League, 
you now have every team in the league basically has a G League team, right? And they're yeah. they're filling up the rosters with uh, thirty, you know, twenty eight year old never wases, right? You yeah. know, twenty nine, twenty eight guys who have so no shot got, of really playing in the so NBA you got, at all. You got five high school kids on every team, right? Yep. You know, you 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 can put five high school guys on every team. That's 150 kids, if that if that many want to come out. And you know, and if you're not in the top 150 of the ones that come out, give the, give those kids a chance to then go to college, right? Give them a jet. Okay, I can go to a G League tryout, and I don't make it. I can go back. But you get to the G League, the NBA. You can bring a shoe contract with you to the G League and get collected. But these kids are not drafted. These kids are going to be drafted maybe at the end of one year in the G League. That's, you know, a, a different kind of draft for the G League. But, you know, college basketball won't be as good as it is now, but that's fine. We'll, we'll still like our college basketball, right? Now, a kid like Isaiah Washington, he probably would have went and tried out for the G League and got cut. And could have, you know, and ended up having to, you know, go to a college. But you can do that in hell. Have them declare after high school, and you can you can let these kids know. You can have a tryout for these kids uh, once they're high school, you know, in April, and let these kids know if they should go to a college or go. I mean, if you signed early, that's fine. If you if you, you know, you can still have the early signing period. But if you got 50 kids that want to turn pro, that don't want to play, uh, and you can start paying them more money in college, too. You can give them a bigger stipend. But if you got the kids who aren't good enough to go to – first of all, I'd let the NBA draft high school kids, okay? Yeah. Again, you get to draft – the NBA can draft high school kids. But can the, can the, right. can you use the G League as – you can use the G League as like a minor league. I mean, it's basically That's, a minor I think league it's system a minor right league. now anyway, I think right? it should be a minor league. Yes. Yeah. What, what good is the G League having 28-year-old kids? I know. You know, the G League would serve a great purpose. If you're paying these kids – you know, the NBA is making so damn much money – you know, on a pecking order, these kids up to a hundred, you know, seventy-five, a hundred grand for the top level. It's not the the G League teams aren't going to generate that kind of revenue. But with the revenue of the NBA's, they can they can finance the damn thing and have a minor league system. Now you have, first of all, you got ten kids who are going to declare for the NBA draft, right? Then they have no options. Uh, so. You know, and then then they go to the the league, and they might get an option down to the G League. But I'm saying a minor league system, where you got a hundred kids, and they're well taken care of, and they don't have to go to some college and get paid under the table, and have mom and dad get the money. That you should create the NBA in conjunction with the NCAA and everybody else should create a minor league system. Similar to baseballs, well, I think. Yeah, and I agree with you. And I and that you would think too that it would help, sort of boost some popularity with the G League too. Like people would be yeah. more intrigued. Like sure. I would be more. I mean, I'm I'm 
mildly interested in watching the uh, the Iowa Wolves play, but that's because just I want to see how Justin Patton's doing. But yes. if you put if you have five or six guys on that team that are really young and that may have some potential to play in the league, or at least they're they're young up and coming players that maybe in a few years they might end up in the league. I'll be more more intrigued by watching the Iowa Wolves, but I'm not as interested in watching them if. Justin no. Patton's now, the only now reason people, why I would want to watch. People would be very upset that the college game wouldn't be as good. That Duke, instead of having five one and duns, would have to have real players again. But but people, but, the, all the people but, that that hate the one and duns, I mean that yeah. they, they would they would like this. You would think for yeah, college basketball, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah, they would. They probably would. But I I think to you know I don't think you can just say okay, this kid can get a shoe contract. And go to Michigan, and get a shoe contract, and then get twenty five thousand. I I don't think that system works. Then, then there's no balance in the game. But if you have a minor league system, like you have in baseball, I mean, what the hell? College baseball loses what five hundred players a year, in the, that that would otherwise be playing college baseball, and they they survive. You know, I mean. It, yeah. The, the NCAA tournament would survive. You wouldn't have memories of Anthony Davis, probably, <laughs> but that's okay. You'd still have the 64 teams and trying to figure out who's winning, and uh, and you'd have some ethical – you'd have some ethics involved, I and, think. And, I, and, uh, and the other thing, too, is if you're a diehard college basketball fan, like I said before, if you're somebody who watches college basketball and you – you're sick of, you know, you don't like the one and done because it doesn't give you a chance to really, you know, if you're a, if you're a Kentucky fan and you, you know, you, you like that you're winning national championships or competing for national championships, but you're, you don't like the fact that Anthony Davis is only here for one year yeah, or, right. you know, Julius Randle is only there for two years or, or whatever, you know, Carl Anthony Towns there for two, for one year. One year. Now you have an opportunity to watch some guys who might not be as good as Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis. But they're going to be around there for three, for three, maybe even four years, because you know the the chances of them getting to the NBA are probably not going to be as, as yeah, strong. You, but you, you got your option. You got you know a high school kid in baseball can either go to Auburn and play baseball, or go to LSU and play baseball if he's a high high drafted kid, or he can get a bunch of money and go and play in the in the Gulf Coast League in the middle of the summer. But, you know, the G League would be a better deal than that. But I think I, – I did hear Goodman say one good thing. The NBA and uh, other entities, maybe the NCAA, has to get a hold on AAU basketball. They got to – you know, the Nike – the Nike – the Nike tournament, the Adidas tournament, the Under Armour's tournament, that's, you know, the, the fact that – you know, let those still go on, but those kids might end up taking a shoe contract to the uh, G League. You know, I, yeah, I, ju I just think a, I just think a minor league system can be set up, and college basketball can still survive. And maybe what we could do while we're doing it is tell two hundred colleges uh, to go back and play in another level of basketball. You know, uh, this this idea of having three hundred and fifty Division One schools—it's ridiculous. Too. It's way too yeah, many. Yeah, you got you well, yeah, you got schools that have no business. They're just trying to get a piece of that little NBA pot, and uh, you know, take the twenty best players out of the, take the ten best players out of the Big Ten this year, 
it's still we you'd still be going to Big Ten games, right? You'd still be watching them. So yeah, you're still for right. stands. Yeah. All right, we uh, shall return and see if we have a daily complaint. So we got a little bumper music in there that I didn't know about. Huh? Yeah, this is new. Complaint. I have not heard this new daily complaint intro. Okay. All right. Do you have a daily complaint, sir? I do. And my daily complaint is with our guy, Patrick, Coach Brew. Did oh, you see yes. Did yes. you see this yesterday? The latest, Coach Brew. What a beauty. Yeah. So he puts out this picture of uh, all these defensive backs that played for Jimbo Fisher. Yes. You know, over the years, and he's got you know Xavier Rhodes, a bunch of Florida State guys, and he's got Jalen Ramsey and all these other guys. Well, Jalen Ramsey saw this, and because uh, the picture says you know Fisher's defensive backs, and yeah. you know, and, and Brew has he says you know DB alert, nothing but real facts. Come get some truth, all this other stuff, you know. <laughs> and uh, Jalen Ramsey saw this, and uh, he was not too happy about it. And uh, Jalen says. No, I no, I have nothing but respect for you, Coach Brew, but don't use me on a poster for a school I didn't go to and for a coach who didn't teach me how to play defensive back. Jalen Ramsey is now my new favorite player in the and NFL. And by the way, did Coach Brew just have another flap about three days earlier, right? Didn't he get in trouble on another deal? Three, oh, well, well he had the he had the, somebody busting him out on the on a tweet he had last year about, you know, all, oh, you know, the uh Oh, oh yeah, the Florida saying the AC is the best best, best conference in the right. nation, and then you know that was last year, and then he takes the job at A and M with Jimbo, and S- now it's SEC. yes, the SEC is the best conference in the nation. It's like okay, bro, we yeah okay. Hey, I'm I, I'm borrowing my daily complaint from Ryan Lamar, who's in Twins camp here, outfielder, center fielder, uh, a bit of a journeyman, minor leagues, can really play center field, right-handed hitter, and he's married to Whitney Taney. Who uh, is was the great uh, hockey, uh, great tennis player at Edina? 160 and 0 in her high school career, 16 and 0 in doubles. Uh, well, here's the deal: he misses the sports show. He wants. He, I talked to him today, and he oh. told me, big fan of the sports show. When he was visiting his wife's house, the uh, when they were they'd spend some time with her family. In the off season, and they always watch the sports show on Sunday nights. I went over and talked to him today, and he said, "I know who you are." And I said, "How does he do?" And he says, "The sports show. I always watch the sports show. It was a great show." So uh, you know, Ryan Lamar wants the sports show to come back, and I said, "You know, we lost Dark Star, but we still got Sid and me. We can do it. <laughs> you know, we got Sid." Then uh, then he uh, then he asked me about Sid and how Sid was doing. I said. Well, he's got a walker now, which he uses to knock people out of the way when he gets into the into the locker room. So anyway, Ryan Lamar, I'm rooting for him to make the uh, Twins, so we can uh, we can uh, maybe get him to help finance the uh, re- the, the return of the, of the uh, sports the show. Return of the sports. Well, show. I would be yeah. all in favor of the return of the sports show because you know how much I loved it too. And hey, we can get you we can get you to fill in when Lavelle isn't there. So then Sid can abuse another black guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. He might even think that I am Lavelle. Yeah, he, he might look at me and say, Lavelle, what are you doing Lavelle, here? Well, you got taller and you lost a little weight. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm off tomorrow. I'll see you Thursday. All right. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>